Welcome back to The Hook. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Aaron Larsoul. Look, right before we started recording, we, we had planned, and we might even get to, a conversation about why certain alcohols are accepted at certain parts of the day and some aren't. Right. Uh, but literally right before we went on here, uh, Kyle Rittenhouse was cleared of all charges. And uh, you know what? Sometimes there are some issues that are bigger than sports. There are some issues that uh, we'd flat out be remiss. And I would not respect myself if I didn't lend voice to some of the frustrations that um, I'm sure a lot of people are feeling out there. Uh, and so if you don't want to hear that, mute this for the next five, 10 minutes or whatever, or however long we go on this and, and come back or <laughs> enjoy your weekend. But yeah. I, uh, I think, you know, and, and this gets said, this gets said every time something like this happens where the frustrating aspect of all the most frustrating aspect of all this beyond the loss of life here is how predictable the outcome was here. Like the, the that's the sad part here. That's the shit that I, I, I just can't get past is that, you know, everybody who was watching this thing knew how this was going to go, mm -hmm. knew how it was going to go when he fucking pulled the trigger, right? Mm -hmm. Like we knew how that was going to go as soon as because of the color of his skin, we knew how this was going to play out. Mm -hmm. And, uh, like that's the part that hangs me up every single time something like this happens. And, and yeah, man, like, it, it, you know, I'm going to get to, we're going to try to get to laughing and giggling and, and having a good time like we do on Fridays and shit. But, but right now, man, I'm just angry. I'm sad. I'm angry. I'm fucking frustrated. I'm just bummed. Yeah. I don't know if like you want me to chime in, but I don't, yeah, no, go for it. Like, <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Is the answer. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's just the, yes. and, and honestly also scared. Like I'm a little nervous about this because essentially this judge just legalized vigilantism. This just, this, you know, mm -hmm. essentially this guy could just, you know, if mm -hmm. you have the right color of skin, you can just pull up to a protest that you disagree with and just let it rip. And so long as the, uh, so long as, as you are the right, uh, class and, and background and all these things, you're, that's fine. That's cool. And we already saw it back on January 6th mm -hmm. where, uh, we saw, white privilege on display where if that group was any color other than the one that showed up to the uh to to dc that day you'd have a a a line of bodies uh, on those stairs of the congressional building but in this case you know once again it's like all right well you know there's there's just a different set of rules here that that you and i have to uh, obey yeah. and that other people don't have to obey uh yes there are um so to, to, to kind of pivot this, I am actually interested now. I, I was, what I was about to say is I think in some places around this country, it may, if you're listening to this, you should probably stay home because I think it may get, I, I think, I think people may take to the streets today, tonight, et cetera. So everybody be safe out there. Yeah. Um, go ahead. If you, if you feel the desire to be out and, and want to have your voice heard and want to protest, want to do whatever go for it. I encourage that. I, <laughs> I should tell you, make sure you do it peacefully and safely. I don't even really feel like I, I, I can't get myself to, I'm not sure that's an option. I can't get myself to authentically encourage people to do that. Do what, do what you feel, man, do what you feel. Um, but to pivot this, I was going to say, stay in the house, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. 
but and and just kind of watch games but um i'm actually now kind of interested in what the nba not the nba specifically but what um some players and teams if they choose to uh to say anything about this um you know uh the warriors play tonight obviously steph and draymond have been pretty vocal about things like this uh steve kerr also has the lakers play tonight lakers celtics lebron we don't know if he's going to play tonight or not we'll get into that later um he's a game time decision right now but you know lebron is someone who at times has um spoken about social justice issues and and what kind of changes we need to see so um and there's a handful of other games around the league so i'm interested to see if any of the guys uh and and right like we we talked about this uh last week i think it was last week with the uh, bobby sarves stuff um about like not wanting to tell other people which hill they have to die on so i would encourage everybody to you know if if some people don't say anything about this okay that's that's okay too yeah. um but i am interested to see kind of what the the collective brotherhood of nba players reaction is to this tonight yeah i'm sure there's going to be a reaction uh we're already starting to see i'm sure you know over the time that you and i record this we're going to get some comments and some tweets from players and 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 and, and all that so you know, as that comes out, I guess we react to it accordingly. And and yeah, I, I want to echo what, what Aaron is saying here where, look, if if you feel the need to go out there and, and protest and, and, and make your voice heard, then uh, do so. And I'll be praying for you. If you, if you feel like, hey, uh, if you're frustrated and, and you're saddened by this and, and you, but you also, like myself, you know, I, I have a, I have a daughter, I have a wife, uh, I will be staying inside and um, I live in rural Texas. <laughs> so I will be staying inside. And, and uh, if that is, if that is your choice there too, that is you are, you are perfectly within your right to make that choice. If you are on the other end of this thing where you're applauding because uh, this guy got off, I hope that you take a quick second to realize the precedent that this sends, because that's the part that, you know, beyond the frustration, the sadness that, you know, the, the predictability of all this. I'm nervous about what this means legally moving forward. You know, I'm, I'm nervous that, that, uh, you know, if somebody doesn't like a, like this guy, basically, it just feels to me, sorry to interrupt you. This just feels like, I don't think this, there's precedent here. I think this just feels like a continuation of what it is. Well, I mean, white I mean, people are, white people are allowed to Never mind. And this no. doesn't feel like, this doesn't feel like, I mean, legally, maybe it is a little bit, but this just feels like we found one more way to um, poke holes in equality. Yeah. Like, it just no. seems like it seems like more of a continuation than a difference, I guess, is what I'm saying. I'm not. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying precedent, like legally. I'm saying I'm saying that, you know, this guy basically pulled up to a protest armed, ready to, to, to you know, he, he basically was dropped off a county over from where he lives. Yes. And and was dropped off with a weapon um, yes. and and was allowed to do so. And now his actions are deemed legal. And that's yeah. where I'm saying it is a continuation like you're talking about because this is the kind of shit that we saw back in for, for basically since this country has started, but we're like if, mm-hmm. if, a, if, a, if a group of people of color have an opinion that a white person disagrees with 
or a group of white people disagree with, it then becomes legal for you know those those white people who disagree with that to to take the law into their own hands. And this hammers that home. Like yes. this yes. means that like you know now that now if if you if you are of the the of the same opinion as as Kyle was, then I guess towed up, man. Yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> that's, like, ter- that's that's terrifying. That's 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 the part me. that you know that that really scares me. Yeah, um, it was a long night last night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the so I want to I want to like look. I want everybody to be safe, and um, but I think this is going to be one of those moments where like some things and places and cities and stuff are probably going to burn. And I'm having the, I'm having a hard time um, generating any kind of response other than so be it. (laughs) Like I don't, look, I want everybody to be safe. I don't put yourself in danger, all of that, but like express yourself however you feel you need to. And I think there is going to be some, I think there are going to be riots and fires it's, and demonstrations, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, tonight. And I, at this point, like, don't have the inclination to tell people not to. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. There's some things that are going to burn, and they probably should. I, you know, I just hope everybody stays safe. That's all. Yes. That's, you know, yeah. that's, that's, sure. I, I hope. Yeah. Especially, especially now because of, again, the now legal precedent that was just set. There are a lot of people who basically took this as uh, permission <laughs> mm-hmm. that are going to take this as permission. And mm-hmm. that, that really, really scares me. All right, let's, let's try to segue over here. Yeah, let's get it to uh, the show. That is the hook and let's the fun that we try to have at the end of the week. Um, I actually do want to have that conversation though about because you know we were we were talking before we went on here. I was running a little bit late. I wasn't able to make a full on cocktail. I just threw a splash of uh, Maker's Mark in my in my cup here. Mm-hmm. You uh, were down to uh, red wine and yeah. and made a run to the store to you know because uh, because red yeah. wine didn't didn't seem like the right move at ten thirty and no, and that's like that. Look, champagne is a wine. Like it's a sparkling, uh, yeah, it's sparkling. Wine. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and and so I'm just kind of curious, like, where did these rules come from? Because I agree with you, I wouldn't like red wine. Yeah, it just felt off in the yeah. morning. Um, is it is, I don't is know. it like a like where societally where did that come from? Where all right, if your wine has bubbles in it, you're good. Well, and it's white. Well, I guess no, like a sangria. You're not really drinking a sangria. As I think it has to be a white wine too. Yeah, well, uh, like rosé, like white. Yeah, or... well, you can get a rosé, like anything that you can have at brunch. But I don't yeah. know why. That's a good question. Um, it is basically like a Bloody Mary. Um, yeah. Champagne. Can you get away Tequila with... Tequila Sunrise, I yeah, guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean... Scru- uh, uh, screwdriver. Yeah, you know, just because you have orange juice in it, then yeah. Yeah. Grapefruit uh, juice, right? What's I don't that, know why. Yeah, called? why is that? Is that a Greyhound? A Greyhound, yep. Yeah. I don't know why it's, I don't know why it's more acceptable. I just am like, I just drink 
liquor in them. I wonder morning. if it's like the fruit aspect of it, like where it Maybe. seems like like Maybe. fresh, like it like fresher. It that's that that's I don't know, but like there's fruit and red wine too. I don't know. What? Yeah, we'll just seems off. It just seemed like I mean, I don't drink white wine. I don't really drink champagne that much. Mm -hmm. I do drink red wine on occasion, but the fact that I have about twelve bottles of red wine and about eight bottles of white wine. Yeah. Here and basically no liquor, which forced well, I have vodka, but vodka's for guests because I don't like vodka. Yeah. But I know people who do like vodka. And when mm -hmm. they come over, you know, I want them to have, you know, I want them to be able to have their whatever their drink of choices. Um, so yeah, I had to had to run to the store because red wine just mm, no. Yeah, I'm there with you. That's like a, you know why I think it is for red wine? Because red wine re, wine drunk is a good drunk, like red wine drunk, especially because mm -hmm. it's like warm and sleepy. So maybe yeah. that's why it's not seen as a, that's like an uh, end of the day thing, kind of relax and yeah, maybe yeah, that's what I it guess is. I could see it. I could see it. Um, is there is there an alcohol you flat out won't touch? Because oh for yeah, me, there's it's, lots of them. Yeah, there's southern. Lots of them. It's it's SoCo for me. I had an experience with SoCo that if I see it, I you know I <laughs> wait. What movie? What movie is that? I can't remember. It's some comedy. It was like, oh, I had a bad experience. What happened? I had a bad experience. <laughs> right. It's just, well, when I was, when I was young and dumb and like at the end of high school, basically at beginning of college, I would make SoCo Jack and Sprites where, mm. uh, and it was like mm. big gulps, you know, mm. cause like when you're a kid, you're like, mm. you know, oh yeah, I, I've seen somebody drink that and I've seen somebody drink that. Why can't I just drink them together? And, and That's so, Oof. yeah, um, it was, uh, it was, it was a terrible, terrible drink that uh i i and, and it's ruined soco for i i don't even like jack anymore to be completely honest Jack's I, too sweet yeah yeah too sweet. so so uh, both of those what do i just, not uh i don't drink I vodka vodka yeah. is uh no vodka i don't drink rum yeah i'm not uh, really a rum guy for me it's whiskey hennessy tequila i like how whiskey is a category and Hennessy is a category. <laughs> yeah, because like it's not just cognac for me. I mean, I you know, in in a pinch, I think there's a Cat Williams stand up where he's like, I will take Remy as a backup. Uh, <laughs> cognac a little bit. You know what? That's gonna be what story. That you know what? That, that just jogged my memory. That's now story time. We'll get All to right. that at the end. I have I have All a right. cognac story for story time later. All right. So let's go ahead and jump into then the actual basketball discussion here. We got to start with. Can I call them your Golden State Warriors? Would I be giving too much away there? I mean, I believe you just did. <laughs> so at this point, I think at this point that ship has sailed. Um, well, you I've been getting shit on Twitter. Yeah, I grew, I grew up a Warriors fan. Yeah. Um, so I, I still follow them very, very closely. Mm -hmm. um, working in the NBA kind of in some ways takes fandom away. Um, yeah. But... Outside of the Lakers, I follow the Warriors most closely. I watch every single one of their games when I can. I go to Warriors games when I can uh, if I'm home. But I did. I did grow up a Warriors fan, so you can say you're Golden State Warriors. Do you now think... that you've now that you've given it away, and now I'm going to get more shit on Twitter? Like, <laughs> do you cover the Lakers or the Warriors? I can't tell. When well, I'm, like live tweeting Warriors games. I, all right, that's the thing. It's your personal Twitter. Tweet about what Correct. you want. Like, what do we? Oh, I do. Well, no, I don't. Yeah, like yeah, do, like yeah. you, you know, if you don't if you don't like it, you know, the unfollow buttons right, right. there, mute buttons right well, there. Well, what's interesting though is like most of my followership, if that's a word, followership. Yeah, the demographic. It's like I don't know what portion of it is. It's Lakers fans. Let's say it's probably like 
70%, nah, 60% Lakers fans, 30% Warriors fans, and like 10% just general NBA fans and like my yeah. family. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Lakers, like Warriors fans or people that know me from Warriors stuff don't get really upset when I do Lakers stuff because they kind of know what it is. But there are some Laker fans that get very irritated when I tweet stuff about the Warriors. I haven't yeah. figured out why that is quite yet, but I don't, maybe they think that like I'm one, I'm theirs, which kind of makes sense, which I guess I get, but I, I tweet about basketball, the, all kinds of basketball. If there is anything that I have picked up in my time covering this Lakers team, it's that like, for some reason you can't cover, even though I am a Lakers fan, like, you know, Kobe's right behind me here. Indeed he is. I, uh, I, you know, grew up watching tapes of Magic Johnson because he was a little before my time. And it was pre YouTube. Magic Johnson never dribbling with his left hand. Yeah. Well, I, I grew up though. Like I had to, <laughs> I would, I would walk down to the video store. Remember, we used to have video stores. Like, yeah, is this like a mom and pop trend. stuff? Are we, talk, are we talking about? This is not like a blockbuster. This is like a mom and pop. Mom one? and pop. Yeah. Mom yeah. and pop. And so I rented this, I rented this one VHS tape so often that they wound up just giving it to me. Like Aww. they were just, yeah. It was it was pre YouTube. We didn't have YouTube back then, so there was no like highlights. So they used to they used to put together VHS tapes of highlights of these mm -hmm. guys that told their like career story or whatever. And there was a Magic Johnson one, there was a Larry Bird one, and there was a Michael Jordan one. Mm -hmm. And I would kind of cycle the the MJ and and Bird ones in every so often. But the the Magic one was the one that I would I would just caught like every other week or so. Was that was that it was like. Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson movie. Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson. <laughs> Larry Bird. You know, Magic Johnson, Magic. <laughs> you know, and so Magic eventually... Johnson, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson. Sixteen candles. Yeah. <laughs> right. Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Magic Johnson, Pretty in Pink. Exactly. So I would, <laughs> you know, Magic so Johnson, was... Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, Karate Kid. No, I would never know Isaiah Thomas. I, no I Isaiah. Didn't fuck him. I, I didn't mess no with Isaiah. Isaiah. But um, but like the Bad Boy Pistons. For some reason, I just didn't really like the Bad Boy Pistons all that much. But the um, but so you know, the reason I say this and the reason I bring up like the fact that I feel like the need to explain my fanhood is for some reason, you know, it, it, Lakers fans are like. Oh, he's not even a real Lakers fan. He can't, you don't even listen to him. You don't have to listen to that guy. He's right. not a Lakers fan. And so like if you're tweeting about the Warriors, right? It's like, oh, what are you doing tweeting about the Warriors? You're just supposed to be a Laker fan. Because if you're tweeting about the Lakers, you have to always think about the Lakers and no don't ever think about something that isn't the Lakers. And I'm like, well, actually, I'm a human being, so I take interest in a whole bunch of things. It will so, and the other part of it is, well, here's the first here's the first thing I'll say is I will never tell fans how to fan, right? You yeah. fan however you want, whatever yeah. works for you. Agree do that. Um, however you enjoy or don't enjoy or consume or whatever, great, do it. Um, the other thing is, like for me specifically, I mean, I've worked with a, a few different teams. I did grow up a Warriors fan. I am most connected with the Lakers now. But I think to have a good understanding of any team, right? Whether you're Lakers fan or a Celtics fan, I hate the Celtics. So Lakers fans, I hate the Celtics and I hate the Clippers. So we can, uh, we can all agree on yeah, that. We're um, but I think, I think it is important for whatever team you root for. I don't care if you're a Grizzlies fan 
to really understand what's going on with the Grizzlies, it's going to help to have an overview of what's going on in the rest yeah. of the league and where they fit into that. So I, I, I do tweet about Warriors games more than anything other than Lakers games because it's the team that I follow most closely other than Lakers. But you'll catch me watching a Clippers-Cavs game and sending out stuff about that too. So, But I love it. Thank you for all the followers. Thank you for the interaction. And fan however you want to fan. If you want to be mad, if you want to yell at me on Twitter because I'm tweeting too much about the Warriors, so be it. Let's go. <laughs> But now, now so, we can get into now that you've called them my Golden State Warriors, we can yeah, talk about Golden them State being Warriors. the best team in the NBA. Yeah. So I was I was going to ask, uh, you know, I'm, I'm legit curious at this point because we just saw the Warriors basically sleepwalk through three quarters of a game against the Cavs. Now the Cavs were mm-hmm. shorthanded, mm-hmm. but then Steph goes out and outscores the Cavs by himself in the fourth, mm-hmm. and uh, the the Warriors wind up winning that game. And, you know, look, far and away, the best team in the NBA to this point. They're still supposed to get Klay Thompson back sometime after Christmas. They still... I think it actually might be before that, but go ahead. Well, they can now wait. They can, they can sure, wait as long yeah, as they you want may as well now. Be cautious, yes. you know? uh, but so, so, like, they, you know, so uh, they, they are at some point going to get Klay Thompson back. Now, what mm-hmm. kind of Klay Thompson they're going to get still remains to be seen uh, based on this season. He's gonna be better than he was when he uh, when he <laughs> when he got hurt. Yeah, everything uh, seems to be coming up Warriors so far. Yeah, they have. Like they go to Cleveland and everybody's hurt. Yeah, they have lotto picks that either could help inject youth into uh, what the Warriors are currently trying to do, or if the Warriors choose to, they can be used to go out and get a player who could improve the Warriors for the more immediate future. So they uh, have options to get better mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and will certainly get better as soon as clay gets back and i'm i'm terrified dude this team looks like borderline special be. right now i don't be. know i don't know why uh i'm even using borderline here how good do you think the warriors could be i mean i i think it at this point and part of this is because the rest of the nba has not looked so good uh phoenix is is gotten it together recently but it kind of feels like the Warriors are going to run away and hide from everybody um, as the, at least in the regular season. I think there are fair questions to ask about the, the postseason um, because we haven't seen what clay looks like yet, but how good do I think they can be? I mean, I, I think you're lying to yourself if you are not saying the Warriors are the favorite to win the whole thing at this point. Um, Like it, it, there are parts of it that feel like kind of off, Mm-hmm. Um, but they're number one in defense by a, like an insane margin. They're number two in offense. Um, and be just be, and so I think, I think the thing is it takes a while. So I, I usually say this about, um, about narratives about people, right? When JaVale got to the Lakers, there was the, the narrative of him being a knucklehead and much like NBA scouting reports, when you get new information, um, it tends to lag a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when people get a reputation for being whatever, a goofball, a knucklehead, whatever it is, the information, even in the face of new information, the, the opinion change tends to lag a little bit. That's how scouting reports are. Like if a guy can't shoot, can't shoot, can't shoot, and then all of a sudden can start and start making some shots, um, the scouting report takes a while for the opinion to change. And so I, I think 
what is necessary at this point is like we kind of have to throw out whatever we thought the Warriors were going to be before the year, whatever our priors were, wherever our assumptions were. I just like I don't know how you can't say these guys are probably going to win it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, they should be the favorites without Clay, and they're getting Clay back. Um, and we'll see I mean, what Wiseman the... can do. Like they should, they should. Everybody should think of them as the favorites. Favorites, not just this season, but also moving forward. Do you think? Yes, I mean, I, it would not surprise me if the Warriors won, let's say, like two out of the next three or four titles. I think that's probably what we're looking at. Yeah, I mean, and look, all kinds of things can God, happen, right? If, you if, hate the if, Lakers, if, man. I can't believe just go freaking Steph, cover the Warriors. If Steph, <laughs> like, if Steph gets hurt, right? Like, if Steph gets hurt, like, forget it, right? Like, just yeah. shut the whole thing down. Um, if Draymond gets hurt, um, but right now, like, I don't, right? Like, going into the season, I thought it was Brooklyn was the overwhelming favorite. Um, I thought it was going to, I thought Brooklyn would beat the Lakers. I thought the Lakers were going to win the West. I thought Brook, I didn't, I wasn't like predicting the Lakers to win the West. I thought the Lakers were the most likely team to win the West. I thought Brooklyn was, was the best team far and away. And because Kyrie is unavailable and because we'll talk about him in a minute, but because Harden doesn't look like Harden necessarily, it kind of just looks like KD by himself. Um, so part of this is like nobody else in the league has been that impressive to me. Um, the Lakers have been kind of up and down. Hopefully LeBron is back tonight and we'll see that kind of can change things very quickly. But I like, I don't, the Warriors have been far and away the best team in the league in ways that look sustainable. And as you said, have three lottery picks Kaminga's playing a little bit now but have three lottery picks that haven't really done anything yet and have a hall of famer coming back. So I don't know how we can think of them as anything, but the favorites like pretty significantly. The, and the other thing is right. Like Utah always wins a bunch of games in the regular season. And then is a disaster for like technical reasons we can get to in the playoffs. But this Warriors core has done it before, right? They've done it without, even without KD. Like these guys, Steph and Draymond and Clay, won and Iggy won without KD. So Mm -hmm. that like we don't know what to do in the playoff stuff. Like that argument doesn't really hold water. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't like saying this because I hate everything about the Bay. Being a Dodgers fan, (laughs) (laughs) but you and I have argued for three years about about Steph, which is funny. (laughs) Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna expose you. I'm gonna post our, post our. Text I mean, messages. no, I'll, I'll say it. Like, I would rather have, I would rather have Magic Johnson in a big moment it, during his career than I would have had Steph Curry in a big moment because I'd prefer Silliness. the bigger basketball player. Silliness. But, but Steph Curry is the becoming, greatest offensive be- player ever. He's the, he's the best. Steph Curry is the best offensive player. He's ever. well, no, that's that, that's what I was gonna say. Is like given this season, like even that take, which I think heading into this year was fairly reasonable. Even heading into the second half of Steph's career was fairly reasonable. But I think after this season, it's going to be unreasonable. After this season, if he continues what he's doing right now, there is no conversation, maybe about the best point guard of all time. And by the way, I'm the same asshole who just talked about getting a fucking YouTube, <laughs> we're, YouTube we're highlight video <laughs> <We're not laughs> from Videotron. 
<laughs> so it hurts me to say that, I mean, but but I, I think what we're seeing right now from Steph is 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 truly special stuff. It's 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 mind-boggling that somebody that isn't you know uh, six, six five six yeah. nine jump yeah. out of the gym yeah. like it's it's wild that this guy just because he is absolutely elite at making a shot that is worth a point more than a dunk is as just world and like legitimately world bending on a basketball mm -hmm. court. Like yes. he, he bends the geometry and the geography of a basketball game and yes. watching him do that. And also, by the way, like, I think, I think the other thing that kind of separates, uh, this warriors team, than say last year's warriors team is Kerr got out of his own way. Like stop, mm -hmm. stop. Stop messing around and unleash you the guy it. who can the, stop on you know messing around you and overthinking it. stuff and unleash the guy who can go out and make 10 three pointers in three and a half minutes. Go get you, go you go get it. that guy. Yeah, and and I mean you you were talking about you know the Warriors were kind of floating around last night uh as we record this. Um and then Steph outscored. And and so the story is Steph, right? And Steph had I think it was 20 in the fourth. But the kind of unheralded part of this team, this Warriors team now, and even going back to all of the, the dynasty years, is when they care, this team and those dynasty teams, they just turn your water off. You just don't score. Yeah. So they held the Cavs to, I think they, I think it was 33-8 in the fourth. Like, yeah. You get eight points. 20 you get single eight. digits in the fourth. 20 to eight, Steph against the Cavs. Yeah, right. So that was the part of it that like, I mean, the offense has been uh, has been good, um, even very good. But the defense has been like elite. Like they just there are stretches in every game. It doesn't matter. You know, Draymond kind of took KD out of the game the other day. There are just stretches against the Warriors where you just can't score. Like, yeah, it's it's Draymond and it's Iggy and it's uh, he doesn't like being called the mitten. He likes young glove. So <laughs> GP two. I mean, there's just like stretches where. The Warriors just decide you don't score. And yeah. Steph well, is going to score, right? So if you don't score, like even if it's not a good shooting night for Steph, Steph is going to score. So there's going to be, you know, four or five minutes where you don't score. And it's just a question of, is Steph going to put 20 on your head or is he going to put six or eight or whatever? Yeah. And or is he going to, or is he going to, uh, you know, kind of, force so much pressure on himself like defensively that somebody mm -hmm. else will have like a wide open look that well that i mean that that's, that's what it also. is last year um the the warriors roster last year was not as good as it is this year but last year the warriors led the league in dunks and mm -hmm. like that ain't Steph. they're two best players steph and draymond neither one of them is dunking all that much yeah and it's because everybody is so terrified of steph and he as you said breaks the geometry of basketball that the Warriors get slip cuts and, um, you know, fake fake dribble hand, fake handoffs to Steph and just get dunks over and over and over. And then, and some of it is Draymond can play four on three when when Steph gets blitzed and and last year Wiseman or Wiggins or whoever in the dunker spot Looney can't dunk. I, I, Looney is like six nine and can't dunk. He is his body looks older than mine. But yeah, uh, but yeah, because Steph breaks basketball. There's the Warriors led the league in dunks last year. So, yeah, it, it's, it, you know, we'll see now. Look, it's we're, we're what 15 games in 15 games in and uh, 
there is going to be some regression here. Uh, there, there might be some progression like we've seen with, with Steph shooting the ball too, though. So that's kind of, that kind of makes you a little nervous. Can Draymond continue to play as hard as he's played defensively uh, at this stage of his career over the course of an entire season? I think that's a fair question. Um, but, but in terms of questions facing teams, the Warriors have the fewest to answer. And, and you know, they, they have plenty of time to answer them. And the personnel, by the way, either on its way literally with, with Clay or potentially with an acquisition they can make if those, mm-hmm. if those questions go unanswered or, or answered in the negative direction. Uh, they, they can, they're flexible enough to be able to do that. Um, and, you know, we'll see how that goes. Speaking of stars coming back, LeBron's coming back tonight. Hopefully. Mm. Maybe. <laughs> right. Yes. Maybe. Yeah. 50-50, I hope. It was funny. We got the Woj report saying uh, there's growing optimism that LeBron James is uh, going to return Friday night. Mm-hmm. And then apparently Dave McMenamin asked uh, Duran dire- uh, LeBron directly if he was going to play Friday night. LeBron said, I hope. And mm-hmm. then uh, Dave continued by saying that it looks more 50-50. The Lakers are calling him a game time decision, uh, and hopefully he comes back. and And I think for you know for a variety of reasons, obviously the, the you know getting LeBron James back is going to help every single team that has ever existed. But I He's think especially good. especially for this Lakers team, I think the Lakers desperately need this guy back because I don't. You're closer to the Lakers than just about anybody I talk to. And, <laughs> but, uh, but everybody on Twitter gets mad at me for tweeting about the Warriors. Well, I know. Well, that's because you're, maybe clearly, that's why, maybe that's cl- why you're, get mad you're at me. clear. Yeah. You're, you're, you're wasting your spot with the Lakers because you're such a warrior stand. <laughs> but so, so literally nobody on planet earth has been publicly harder on Steve Kerr than me. <laughs> well, more people needed to be harder on him. He was an idiot last year. Exactly. Like the whole, the good. whole, the whole deal. Like we're not chasing wins. Go bleep yourself, dude. Like you're right. the well, then What are some... we doing here? Yeah. Why are... What's the point of sports? Why am I then? watching this then? Yeah. We should all just go home. Anyway, right, so <laughs> so sorry. with with uh, LeBron coming back, I'm kind of curious. So Harrison and I had a conversation on yesterday's lounge mm, about the show. vibes uh, regarding uh, Anthony Davis this year, the way he's kind of carrying himself on the court this year. And I've noticed some kind of visual frustration and, mm-hmm. uh, vi- you know, visible kind of downtroddenness at times. And I think it has leaked into sometimes his approach on offense where, yes, he is attempting more uh, shots at the rim this year than just about any point in his career. But also, uh, he is uh, also attempting more mid-range jumpers than at any point in his career. And a lot of his unassisted baskets are basically all coming from the mid-range. They aren't, he's not taking anybody off the dribble to get to the basket. If he's getting shots at the basket, it's coming in the form of lobs and dump-offs from, from Rondo and Russ. And by the way, interestingly credit. enough, it's, uh, it's, it is uh, Boston and the Dennis Schroeder revenge game tonight. And yeah. Dennis Schroeder, I think, isn't it? I think uh, Schroeder and AD had a grand total of one lob last year. One lob, yeah. yeah I think it was one. I hope, I hope all of what, what more baskets than me come you? tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I hope all of baskets tonight come uh, from lobs. All of them. Every single basket. One more than me and you. And, I, <laughs> and I'm telling you right now, I'm not catching any lobs anytime <laughs> soon. Um, Six so, foot rim? Can you, get me, can you get me seven? I can, I can get up to eight. Maybe eight? like eight and a half, nine. Me eight? But, but, but no, nah, nine's too <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I might need to like step off a step ladder to get up to that. Yeah, nine. fine, fine. So, uh, I mean, but, AD, yeah. and, AD Intruder needed one. Never mind. Stop. Never mind. <laughs> AD just said, I'm pretty close to the lake. Never mind, man. Uh, but so, so I'm kind of curious. So, if you've picked up on some of those vibes this year with AD, too, given how much closer you are to the Lakers than I am, from afar, he seems very frustrated, especially, especially on the defensive side of the ball, where every time he goes out and switches on the perimeter, there's almost always some kind of a breakdown behind him in the spot that he was just standing in. And in a way, by the way, that doesn't let him, doesn't allow him to get back into the play and recover well enough to, to defend the play that just the, the, the breakdown down there. And I, you know, from what I'm watching, it looks like it's really kind of wearing on him. And I'm kind of curious if you knew, if you've noticed the same thing, given your vantage point. I have a little bit. Um, I, I think that might be one of those things that is easier to see on TV. Um, I haven't. So on TV, I've watched the, the road games. I haven't traveled with the team at all yet. Um, and then I've been at Staples for the home, home games. But the one way, the on, so on court, I think it might be easier to see some of that on TV. But the one place that you can notice it in arena is, you know, like little meetings where the camera is not or mm -hmm. timeouts. Um, and so I try to, all right, like, so to peek behind the curtain, I try to, at home games, um, I try to get the ambiance and, like, the experience of it and kind of pick up on stuff that you wouldn't see normally. And then I go back, I record all the home games, and I go back. It's also because I drink a bunch at home games. But <laughs> but so I go back and watch. I got to go to a home game with you sometime. Yes, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, I'm just going to tell Jeannie I go by Fred, though. I'm not Anthony. I'm just uh, I'm, Aaron, I'm Aaron's <laughs> friend, Fred. <laughs> uh, you're, you're with me. You're good. Um, so, but so I go back uh, and watch like on TV. I record the games and watch, and I have you can pick up a little bit of it. I think that look some of it. Some of it. I'm like well, I'm gonna call it plainly. Some of it looks like frustration with um, with Russ. Some of it. I think the bigger frustration is, and you and I have talked about this on the show a lot, about the defensive talent isn't there. And so I think AD feels like there is more on his plate defensively than there has been, especially because LeBron has been out, that there's more on his plate defensively than there has been. And um, there have been breakdowns. And that is kind of to be expected because the roster tends offensive right and in, in some of the minimum guys and some of the choices that have been made so yeah. i have seen a little bit of frustration from ad um i think that it was a like a pretty good sign initially the first play um was not like the lakers have often the first play has been like a cross screen let's get ad a touch in the mid post and kind of mm -hmm. let him face up if he wants and go to work I don't like that because it's an incredibly easy place to double him from. Mm -hmm. um, and um, there isn't like, usually there are real, like if you're, if you're at the three point line, if you're doubling Steph at the top of the key at the three point, not the top of the key at the three point line, or if you're doubling Shaq, like in the post, there are real consequences to having to making that choice yeah. because rotations have to come from, from farther away. Um, but, in the mid post with AD, if he's going to face up, if you can send a double to him, 
before he puts the ball on the ground. One maybe pass when he, away. Then it's like it's it's there's a, it's a much closer distance. You don't have to travel that far to double, and you don't have to travel that far to help back to or to get back to whoever your guy was. Um, and AD well, is and, not and, a great passer. So, but I did like in the Milwaukee game, like the first thing, it wasn't like let's get AD a mid post touch. It was let's try to get and Russ turned the ball over because Giannis is like a destroyer of, yeah. destroyer of worlds. But I liked the idea of it, which was let's get Russ and AD trying to go downhill and put pressure on the rim. So it's a long-winded answer. Yes, I have I have noticed a little bit of frustration um in arena from AD. I want I wanna I wanna keep on this. Uh this is something that I don't think has been uh fully explained. Um I think to you know how how quantifiable the lack of impact mid post touches have on other players on the court. And, and I like, I think here when it comes to ADs, like, yes, he's shooting pretty well, especially lately, he's, mm-hmm. he's shooting the ball very well in the mid range. And, and, uh, and so it looks like both because he's making it and also because of how clean the looks are, he's a seven footer who is jumping 20, 30 inches in the air, sometimes fading away. Like I can understand why he would say, oh yeah, this is a great shot. Cause nobody can get up here and block me. Like this mm-hmm. is not something that anybody can really contend. It's basically the defense has to hope he misses. But like you're talking about, on top of everything that you said, where it's easier to, to double from without giving up a giant advantage somewhere else, right? right. Uh, because of proximity. The other thing too is you don't have to necessarily get as close to him uh, in that double to impact the play Correct. that he's able to make because yeah. If he's looking to shoot a mid-range jumper anyway, that's what you're forcing him into. You don't really want to race to him and force him to pass the ball. Like Correct. you want him to to, to you take stunt the and recover. Jumper. Yes. Yeah, and and, and so it's, I, and it's close. Whoever you're recovering to is probably pretty close. Yeah, and then the other thing too on on fallaway mid-range jumpers, generally not going to get fouled uh, because again, why contest somebody that uh, closely on a shot that the defense mostly wants you to take anyway? Uh, and 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 also like the angles that you're trying to make that pass from are kind of complicated because uh you know if you're if you're in the in in the if you're not on the elbow if you're on the elbow generally you you have some pretty good options but if you float closer to the baseline from the elbow the angles on the passes get kind of tough you know that skip pass to the corner yeah. has to go across like two or three defenders versus maybe one or two if you're at the elbow uh, if you're on the block, right, those those pa- it's it's very easy to get the pass, if not right to a shooter immediately, but at least one shooter bangs, rotate the ball over, and it finds a shooter anyway. There, like, just it's not it's not a very productive approach to offense that uh, that those plays are, and yet the Lakers are really reliant on them. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, and this is why, like we 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 keep mentioning it. This is why um, the people that were not in favor of the Russ trade, like this was their concern. But this is also why having number six matters. Um, yeah. Can he? I suspect six can probably put the Superman cape on again. I am less certain of it than I have been in the past, but with six back, if he is able to get to those levels when it matters, then like all of this is kind of moot mm-hmm. because 
I want LeBron making all of those decisions anyway when games matter. So I am fascinated to see what he looks like when he comes back because now, like, I think it is a fair question that some of these, like, little nagging injuries are starting to build up. LeBron was okay, pretty good in the playoffs against Phoenix last year, but it didn't look like he was able to go into the phone booth and and put the cape on. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was also dealing with injury then. So I am kind of fascinated to see, hopefully tonight, but if not tonight going forward, um, like, does he have that when he needs it? Can he go summon that when he needs it and how often and for how long? Because six changes all of this. Like, yeah. six solves all of this. Yeah. Um, Can he throw now, that fastball? Yeah, I mean, and, and, and I'm pretty sure he can, like, is he getting up to 101 anymore? I don't know. But I think he can probably touch 99. Maybe a little and the, movement. And the question is, with a little movement, gotta have a little, gotta have a little, gotta have a little movement. The question is, like trying to, can right? he like, summon like, 99 trying, all, yeah. like, kind of every fastball time that, he goes that, to it? The kind of fastball that uh, Blake Trinan throws, that one? You know, that what? Kind of... <laughs> you know what? You know what I thought you were going to do there? I thought you were going to say, is it a four-seamer or a two-seamer? And I don't know what the difference is. But Oh, I mean, I yeah, I could tell you, nobody cares. If you're listening right. to this pod, nobody cares. Um, Yeah, Blake, Blake Trinan, he gets that vol- uh, he gets that velocity up there. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't, cut. for me, for me the question cozy. is not, can LeBron still, if, to continue the baseball analogy, right? Can he still get to 99 100 101 uh, can he get to 100 can he get to that what's his name uh chapman the 103 yeah a rolled as chapman can he get to that i don't know anymore but can he still get to that like 99 100 101 i believe so mm-hmm. the question is can he do that as much as he would like or can he only do that in very select moments um mm-hmm. but i think but i think lebron solves a lot of this and every team that lebron is on is built around him and they all suck when every team that LeBron has ever been on sucks when he's not there. I think it is it is fair of people, Lakers fans, media members. I think it is fair to ask of guys that have max contracts, you know, when you have two of them. I think it is fair to ask, like, okay, why aren't you two enough? I think that is fair. Yeah. But let's see what this looks like when six comes back. Yeah. All right, we have uh, one more quick topic that we have to get to. I don't think we're going to have enough time for story time here, or we can go story time and no crypto talk. You're no, talking, we should talk about we should talk about this because story time is like evergreen. This crypto, yeah, right. the arena thing is current. All right, so I think I, w- I was just asked about this on a show that I just did, um, and and you know somebody asked like why was there such a visceral reaction to crypto.com arena or yeah or, please. By this extension. is you and I are going to disagree on this, so I want to hear it because I don't get it either. So well, please break it down. I for think me. I think it's I think it's a carryover in terms of I'm not saying this for me specific. I don't care. Like it's two corporate entities with names on buildings. I it doesn't right. the, matter. The, the memories sucks. are the memories. Crypto, like, whatever the name is, weird. Yeah. But, so wasn't Staples weird twenty years ago? Yeah, I remember being kind of like Staples. The what? Huh? Right. Like, like we're we're we're. we're you know, the Dunder Mifflin arena. That's what we're right. doing here. And why so not, why not, why not good guys or circuit city <laughs> fries? Yeah. Right. There you but, go. So, but like, I, I think, Office I think Depot couldn't put the money in couldn't, from the, couldn't, like the, couldn't rub the, a couple twenties together 
I do think though, like the frustration of it comes from it being crypto because it is such a thoroughly 2021 thing. And the arena might essentially be named after money laundering. Cause I don't, th- I don't think we know enough about crypto oh. right now. Huh? Uh, and then the other Tennessee thing is delicious. <laughs> the other thing too, that we have to consider here is that Lakers fans are kind of in a, a, a tough emotional spot right now. There's a lot of really frustrated people about how this season has gone. LeBron has played in, in less than half the games that the Lakers have played in. Sure. Russell Westbrook has been bad in like 85% of the games that he's been in. Anthony Davis has kind of, <laughs> Anthony Davis has, has uh, like we just talked about, looks kind of frustrated in some spots and, 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 delicious. and so like, yeah, this, this Lakers team that a lot of people penciled in as the team that was going to come out of the Western conference now looks like is, well, is now no longer the betting favorite to come out of the Western. Certainly conference. looks vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think there are a lot of teams because of the experience that they had in 2012, 2013, that are kind of nervous about the direction that this season is going in. So to get like one more thing that is just like, it just felt like, you know, like Avery, for example, when she gets angry because it's bedtime or mm-hmm. she gets angry because she's hungry and she hasn't eaten yet, she lashes out at a whole bunch of stupid stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she, like if, I, if I take away uh, her tablet when it's near bedtime, she throws a hissy fit because she doesn't want to go to bed Right. And the thing that she can direct her annoyance at is the fact that I just took her tablet away. And I think here with the Lakers and, and Lakers fans, there are a whole bunch of people who are really angry at the way that the season has gone. And the Lakers replaced their tablet with money, money laundering. <laughs> uh, this Hennessy is delicious. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, I, so I'm not a nostalgic person. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly well there also loyal to the soil for Willy Wonka that's right but I'm not nostalgic <laughs> but not nostalgic. but I also I also right I, I I and I put this in in our slack there's like a there's a silver screen and roll slack that has like 189 people in it mm-hmm. and I put this so I don't understand I also I didn't grow up in LA most of I probably have spent more time in LA than San Francisco at this point but I didn't grow up in LA and I didn't grow up a Lakers fan so I don't have uh, so I don't have that like emotional attachment to Staples, but like conceptually, I just don't understand. Like Staples was some like weird corporate entity that happened to spend the most money and buy the naming rights. And so we just got used to it. And now somebody else is doing that. I don't like I don't. Yeah, I don't understand the consternation. Oh, well, Kobe did this here. OK, it's the same building. Yeah, like I don't it, like that doesn't. To me, like I, I, so I just, I don't. I, now, admittedly, I'm not. I didn't grow up like immersed in it. So I, I'm a huge basketball fan, and I was always like, I came to games at Staples. I went to games at the Forum. Um, I went to Clipper games at the the Sports Arena back in the day. So I've I've always followed the game, but like I didn't. It doesn't. So I might I might I might be wrong, is what I'm saying. Yeah. But I don't understand the like emotional attachment to the to name staples. staples i don't i yeah. like that doesn't make sense to me well i think again it's, and it's oh one thing sorry and last time everybody was really frustrated with the lakers and you were leading protests outside of staples center <laughs> with guys with face paint trying to get there was like 32 people protesting trying to get everybody removed like 13 months later the lakers had a championship so like i understand Lakers. Th- this season has not been this season has been a little frustrating but easy 
No, I mean, I, I, I like, I look. I haven't gone on Amazon and bought more face paint. Like, I, you know, that is. <laughs> but, but, I need all the purple and gold face paint you have, Amazon. I have a really big face, so it is a lot of paint that I have to buy. I have to put a down payment for all that shit. But, uh, but I, I, you know, I, I think, so if I was to compare it to something, and again, maybe there are people who are really upset about this, yeah, I'm They're not clearly are, well. Look, Twitter is not a great. Yeah, it's not, it's not a real place. But, but like, well, I, I, I was more bummed when the Lakers left the forum for Staples Center, right? I okay. was more bummed because the Great West, the fabulous forum, the Forum yeah. Club, yeah. all of that was like. I mean, you come with me to there's three or four new places. You come with me to a game. We get, oh for sure. We no, got be, we got better than the Forum Club. You I'm gonna, I'm gonna start once the holidays are over. I am gonna I am gonna take you up on this offer. But but so but so like. Uh, as somebody who, you know, I never got to go see a game at the forum and then it closed that they stopped having, uh, Lakers mm -hmm. games there. And I thought I was never going to have the opportunity to go see, you know, a basketball game in the house that magic and Kareem built like that's and James built, you know, mm -hmm. that really bummed me out because that was the ending of something that was the ending of that building. Now, granted, I was able to finally eventually go when the Lakers played the Warriors in the forum, and it's one of my favorite experiences of all time, right? Like, that was that was a blast. I got to go back there, and I watched that and got to meet Stu, uh, accidentally called Bill Burka, Paul Westfall. Uh, that's, all right. We got to – we can <laughs> – that could be right. another story for another time. All uh, right. But, but so – uh, Bill is a legend. Bill's been Bill's been around the Lakers since moment. like before they started. It's not exactly my proudest moment. I'm not saying you what. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll tell that. I'm gonna I'm gonna right. tease that story we're for gonna another, another day. Story. We're gonna have a, but we're so gonna like, have an Anthony story time. But so but so like in that respect, where there was the ending of a building, I I I would have understood more the consternation that Lakers fans would have had about that. But it wound up working out, right? Staples Center revamped. The downtown LA area, it, uh, LA Live is a completely different experience now than that area it used to be pre Staples Center. Like uh, the uh, the 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 Lakers wound up making their own history and and writing the next chapter of their illustrious book in Staples Center. Uh, but Staples Center isn't going anywhere. It's the same arena. Right. Actually, to take this a step further. Crypto.com is going to invest a shit ton of money into Staples Center so that they can have edible food there. I can't wait for that. You know, you come with me, you get edible food. But um, <laughs> well, yeah, no, but they, uh, that's that's that is the great that is one of the great uh, like all the money and some of that is going to go to redoing the building because the Lakers yeah. are not moving. Right, Clippers beat it. In, in fact, I'm cool. Get the Sparks up out of here too. As far as I'm concerned, you go. <laughs> no, you no can problem. go hang out with the Clippers. Yeah. Um. But, I don't. I I I think the Sparks are fine in in Staples Center. Like it does. They 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 don't play there when the Lakers are playing there. If there's a playoff game and there's a com conflict there, then the Lakers can move if need be. But, yeah, but get like, about it here. No, yeah, everybody. But, Kings, you can go to the Kings won't leave. But Kings own Kings, the building. You can go to Kings. Yeah, the Kings <laughs> the, are the primary tenant. Actually, the, the Kings own the building. Yeah, the Kings. Are they the can tell tenant. the Lakers to get the bleep out of here. They would good never. Luck. Good, but, luck. <laughs> uh, good luck. Good um, luck. Yeah, but so that's that's like that like it's it's a good thing for Lakers fans. I understand that the change is kind of like jarring and the name is weird. 
We're yeah. all going to call it the Crypt or the Crip anyway, because that's very LA. The Crypt <laughs> is not, but the Crip is very LA. What do you, so we're all going to call it that anyway. What and a bunch of people do? are still going to call it Staples. What, 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 what will the Bloods do? Like, if we start calling it the Crip, are Bloods no longer allowed at Lakers games? Hennessy is delicious. <laughs> I have family... Never mind. Um, what? <laughs> I, Hennessy is delicious. Um, I, I just... But so like this is a positive thing. It's a bunch of it's a bunch of money infused to the team, right? Um hopefully some of that will trickle down to being able to make some decisions that as far as roster stuff, it can it can Mm. only help with that. Mm. And um and the building is gonna get redone. And yeah, Staples Center, the bones of it are great, the location is great. Um, but it's 20 years old and you know chase center and pfizer and whatever i think it's is it what do they call it in is it little caesars i think in detroit like there's all these new arenas around the league that i've been to that are great um and more more importantly maybe more importantly is that the uh the new football arena there so far so far it looks like a freaking so far is a palace so far might be the nicest place i've ever been in my life yeah apparently a couple weeks ago to watch uh, the rams get beat up by tennessee yeah, but but like the but I think that's as big a factor in this yeah. as anything. Is it so far looks so Clippers, great and the Clippers new spot obviously will be yeah I'm well sure that too. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you do compete for um, like sports uh, sports dollars. Uh, I mean, the Lakers are going to sell it because they're the Lakers. I think always. it's more of a brand thing. Like I think but, the yeah, Lakers you, you want to be, be like, in the third best arena. Correct. Yeah. Um, so. I think that is meaningful. The concessions are going to change. The concourse, the seating, all of that is going to is going to change. So, like, is the name weird? Yeah, but like, in a couple years, nobody Laker fans aren't going to care. You're going to call it what you call it. The only thing you're going to care about is is it fun going to games and are the Lakers any good? Yeah. So, like, I don't understand the outcry really. No, I like I I I got my jokes off. Because there's oh, a lot always. of jokes no, to be written. That. Yeah, you know, like the notion of of uh, Jeff Van Gundy and Mark Jackson going back and forth on what the hell crypto is 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 hilarious to me. Uh, What's more <laughs> hilarious to me is can we get Jeff Van Gundy sea walking it at, at half court? Well, I was just gonna say like white people do not see. Nobody walk knows what that means in 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 the in the in the, in the crypt. Do yeah, not do that in downtown LA. Just do not. If you're thinking about it. No, no, Stop no, no, thinking no, no. about it. No, no, Just no, don't, don't do it. Do no, don't do that. No, 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 no. All right. So on, on that note, we got to get you out of here. You are hopping on a flight. Where are you flying to? Are you going to Boston? Uh, no, I'm going to uh, San Francisco um, for Thanksgiving. And then tomorrow, my California Golden Bears, which are the which is the thing I care about most on planet Earth. Sports um, no, it is the thing. No, it is the thing. Not people. There are people I care most about. Okay. But Cal football is the thing I care most about on planet Earth. So it is the big game. I have been to uh, like is it 40, Cal Stanford. Cal Stanford. It's, I've been yeah. to like 40 of them in a row, save for one I missed when the Lakers were in Memphis. And I got to watch it on my phone with, uh, with Jason Kidd, another Cal guy. It was the only one that Cal's won in like the last 11. But so I'm going to go watch my my boys get beat up. Um, and then I may, <laughs> Dwight has an event uh, in New York on Monday, I 
think. And then Tuesday, it's Lakers. Is it Tuesday or Wednesday? It's Lakers, Knicks. So I may go out to New York for a day from San Francisco, but I am flying home to San Francisco and I get to spend a bunch of time with my mom and my stepdad before my brother and sister get there. And I am looking forward to that. <laughs> you get to enjoy being an only child. And now, I, and now we're going to find out if mom, hi, mom. If Anne <laughs> listens to the entire podcast or just <laughs> so, yes, I'm getting on like... a, I'm getting on a flight in a few minutes headed to, headed to San Francisco. All right, let's do this. We got to give her like a code, a word that she has to say. Okay, if she's gonna so what's the word that she has to say? All right, um, Mrs. You, no, you tell her. You give her one. All right, so it, she's still, a, she's is a, it she's still very Mrs. fond Arsul? of you. Is it still Mrs. Uh, no, Kirk. Kirk. Is All right, her last so, name. so 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 Miss Kirk. If you're listening right now, I need you to give Aaron a big old hug, which you're going to do regardless, Aww. and tell him that Hennessy tastes good. Okay. That's what I'm expecting of it. <laughs> Hennessy you know, tastes great. You know, it's funny. She literally has been texting me all morning because she's at Costco <laughs> getting my getting my alcohol consumption list. So <laughs> she might tell me that anyway, although she doesn't drink it. But all right, yes. well, all well right. but, we but if that. you're still listening right now, that's I'm the phrase my. that I need to hear. I, that I'm I need. I, that, that I hope Aaron texts me. Hey, she gave me the phrase. She said the I'm phrase. All right. Well. Hey, bud, I'm not going to talk to you. We're not going to record a show, obviously, next week with it being um, Thanksgiving. Yes. I do want to say uh, thank you for 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 hopping on this show regularly with, w regularly with me. This is one of the things that uh, this feed and, and everything in general, but especially the show, is something I'm, I'm legitimately grateful for. So I hope you, hit, you and your family have an incredible uh, Thanksgiving and, and everybody listening, I'm extremely thankful for the amount of support that you've given me Absolutely. to, to be able to do this somehow for a living. So I'm, I'm truly, truly grateful for all of you, but, but Aaron, since I'm not going to talk to you next week, I do want to legitimately thank you for, for, for this endeavor. And <laughs> I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not a, like a sentimental dude, but I appreciate you. It's been a lot of fun and, uh, thank you for, for bringing me on to do this to talk hoops every friday and have a cocktail and hang out with one of my boys so thank you for this and I, i'm very thankful that we get to uh go to basketball games and talk about basketball and not get the lights shut off when we when we do so so <laughs> well, i'm thankful for you i'm thankful for the laker fans and the warrior fans and the nba fans um for letting us do this and yeah everybody have a everybody have a great turkey day all right, so that's Aaron Larsoul. I'm Anthony Irwin. This has been The Hook. Please, everybody, please be careful out there. Tonight, this week, this weekend, it's going to get hot out there. And, and I, and I, uh, you know, I, I seriously hope that uh, we get through all of this uh, together. Tough day today. It's going to be a tough couple days. Let's, uh, let's get to the other end.